It's Linus Allmark Day, and I'm reviewing his unbelievable regular season, a rocky postseason, and what could be next for the Boston Bruins' number 1A goaltender here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoke to Beat. Today is Friday, May 12th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, so please do smash that subscribe button. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every single day. Now, I know I had said that I was going to be talking about uh, Charlie McAvoy on the podcast today, but we're pivoting to Linus Allmark because he was named a finalist for the Vesna Trophy on Thursday evening. So I thought, what better day to do the Linus Allmark year in review? Before we get into that, quick reminder, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. And yes, indeed, Linus Allmark has been named a finalist for the 2023 Vesna Trophy, given annually to the goaltender adjudged to be the best at his position, as voted on by the general managers of all. NHL clubs. So this one's not going down to the uh, Professional Hockey Writers Association or the broadcasters voted directly by the general managers. And Allmark will be going up against Connor Hellebuck of the Winnipeg Jets and Ilya Sorokin of the New York Islanders for this award. It's the first time in his career that he has been named a finalist and for good reason. Not for a good reason that he hadn't been nominated before, but the fact that he is a finalist this season is obviously well-deserved. 49 appearances, 46-1 and record, a 1.89 goals against average, 938 save percentage, two shutouts. He led the NHL in wins, goals against average, and save percentage. Now, these are more traditional stats. And a lot of people more evaluate high danger chances and goals above expected. But still, to be the triple crown winner in all three of these categories should set Allmark apart, especially since the general managers are voting. He allowed two or fewer goals in 36 of his 49 appearances. That's in 73.5% of his appearances. Uh, He became the fastest goalie in NHL history to reach 40 wins. Um, He is the 13th goalie in league history, first in franchise history to score a goal. And 
He also recorded a career high and franchise record 54 saves in a 4-3 overtime win against the Calgary Flames. Those are just a couple of the highlights from his season. He has already won some hardware, uh, splitting the William M. Jennings Trophy with Jeremy Swayman. That's presented to the goalies who play a minimum of 25 games for their team and allow the fewest goals during the regular season. Now, with a win, Allmark would become the fourth goalie in Bruins history to take home the Vesna Trophy. Tuka Rask did it in 2014. Tim Thomas won in 2011 and 2009. And Pete Peters won the award back in 1983. It is a well-deserved honor for uh, Linus Allmark. And again, the fact that he won all three of those categories or, or finished first in all three of those categories should be enough to get him the award. Yes, Connor Hellebuck, Ilya Sorokin are worthy opponents, and you can make a case for either of those guys in any other year to take home the trophy. Uh, Hellebuck finished second in total saves, 1,807. And Sorokin finished sixth at 1,699. Allmark way down in 16th at 1,366. Now that could be the only knock against him is that he didn't carry as heavy a workload as his competitors. Those 49 appearances, in fact, put him in 18th among all NHL goaltenders this season. So the fact that he had a bit of an easier workload compared to Hellebuck, who co-led the NHL in appearances at 64 with UC Saros, who probably finished fourth in voting because he had an excellent season. Sorokin at 62, Allmark way down at uh, 49. So that could be the knock against him, uh, but still, Based on uh, the minimums required to lead the league in these categories, he was far and away uh, the best at his position. 938 save percentage. Philip Gustafson finished second at 931, and then Sorokin down at 924. Hellebuck tied with Jeremy Swayman at 920. So when it's all said and done, this award should be Linus Allmark's to lose. And I believe the awards will take place late in June. So we'll have a full recap of that. Coming up here in a moment, we're going to talk about what went wrong for Linus Allmark this season and if there is room for growth. But first, a quick word about one of today's sponsors, which is eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. Next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors because they have a guaranteed fit and you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Add your ride to my garage, look for the green check to know the part will fit, or your money back. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only, exclusions apply, and the eBay guaranteeing fit is available only to U.S. customers, but it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app. Every dayers can expect a continuation of the player reviews on Monday. That will feature uh, Charlie McAvoy uh, as we break down his season as well. Continuing on here with Linus Allmark. What didn't go well and what are the areas for growth? Well, Linus Allmark, of course, experienced some pretty heavy regression in the playoffs. Now, we all expected that he would come back to earth at some point. The hope was that it would be maybe next regular season. His 9.38 save percentage was well above his 9.19 career average through 207 NHL appearances previously with the Buffalo Sabres. It's pretty impressive that his 919 save percentage came and the majority of his seasons were played in Buffalo. In the playoffs, however, his save percentage plummeted. He went 3-3 three and three with an 896 save percentage. That's, yeah, down from 938. And he was pulled in favor of Jeremy Swayman for game seven. The interesting thing here is that those playoff numbers were actually an improvement over last season. He appeared in two games against the Carolina Hurricanes with a 860 save percentage, allowing eight goals on 57 shots. Here he allowed 20 goals on 192 shots. And then, of course, was pulled in favor of Jeremy Swayman for Game 7. Now, there were questions about whether he was battling injuries and perhaps where his head was at during the postseason. He wasn't very clear on it in his uh, end-of-year media availability. He said, you know what? Here's the deal. Quote, we all go through things in life, and we all go through things when it comes to playoff times. We all battle our own things, whether it's mentally or physically. We all have our stuff. We all want to be out there and help the team to the best of our capabilities. Yeah, it's pretty evident I didn't play the way that I wanted to. Wasn't as good as I wanted to be, unfortunately, at the worst possible time. That's something I have to live with. And I'm just so grateful for all the guys in the room, in the medical room, in the organization, especially the guys in the medical room doing everything they can for us. They've been true warriors throughout the season. I fully respect everything that they have. The trust that we have for them is immense. They helped me throughout this whole season to keep me in shape. End quote. I've talked about this already, but there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, He obviously credits the guys in the medical room, meaning that he was in the medical room receiving treatment at some point. Was he completely forthright about how he was feeling? 
Jim Montgomery said he had every reason to believe that Linus Allmark was good to go for game five, game six. Um, it became clear after game six that a change was needed, and, and that's why Jeremy Swayman made that start. Probably should have gotten rest earlier in the season, or sorry, earlier in the playoffs. And again, looking at his 49 appearances, which is lowest among all Vesna finalists, part of the reason he was so good was because he wasn't carrying that heavy workload and he had Jeremy Swayman to offset him. So that's partly on Jim Montgomery for not making that decision sooner, but partly on Linus Allmark if he wasn't feeling 100% either physically or mentally. There was obviously something going on there, and obviously that's what didn't go well for him this season. When it comes to areas of growth, yeah, that honesty with himself, with his teammates, with his coaching staff. We heard Jim Montgomery talk earlier this week about those peer groups that he wants to set up where guys can get together and kind of be totally honest with one another. It sounds like something out of the Ted Lasso playbook, but it could work. And if they have that safe space to know that, yeah, let's put what's best for the team first. Everybody wants to be out there. Everybody is battling something, especially in the playoffs, but you don't have to forge ahead if you're not 100%. Don't have to pretend like everything is hunky-dory, especially when you have a guy like Jeremy Swayman there to, um, to spell you off. We all love the hockey hugs. We love the support that they show one another. And uh, I would have loved to have seen Jeremy Swayman playing against Florida a bit earlier in the series. Coming up here in a moment, we're going to talk about what's next for Linus Allmark. Will he be a player on this team next year? First, a quick word about today's other sponsor, which is Game Time. Now, Game Time is the best ticketing app that you can use for sports, concerts, comedy shows, theater. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Their Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can get images of your seats before you buy, buy tickets in a matter of seconds, and they're sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Download the app, create an account, use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, but again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off last-minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. All right, so there have been some questions about whether or not Linus Allmark could be a candidate to be traded here in the offseason. 
He has two years remaining on his contract at a very reasonable $5 million cap hit. And based on the way he played this past season, obviously just tremendous value there. There's some goalies who are being paid $10, $9 million and uh, not getting anywhere near that level of production. Think of Sergei Bobrovsky in Florida, had a very rough regular season, but he stepped up huge in the playoffs, very much earning the $10 million that he's being paid. And that could be a kicker there if you're trying to trade Linus Ulmark in that his value, while he likely will win the Vesna Trophy, his value could come into question because he was not able to step up when the games mattered most. And in fact, he faltered quite strongly. He does have some no trade protection, 16 team, no trade list this coming season, 15 team, no trade list in 2024, 25. So still leaves the door open for some movement there. If the Bruins decide they want to do that. Allmark said he is very motivated to run it back next year. Uh, That's uh, all he could think about the other day. He said the motivation and the inspiration that you get from these ones is huge. All I can think about right now is I want to get back into the gym, get back in the ice, just run it back and show them it was a fluke that we're better than this. End quote. I love that motivation. The reality is Jeremy Swayman is a restricted free agent and could command close to what Linus Allmark is making at the moment. Um, You compare his current deal to that of Spencer Knight of the Florida Panthers. Now his situation is a bit murky as he entered the player assistance program, but prior to that, he was given a three-year, $13.5 million contract extension with an average annual valuation of $4.5 million. His career save percentage is uh, lower than that of Linus All- or sorry, of Jeremy Swayman. Spencer Knight, uh, for his career, a 9.06 save percentage in 57 appearances for the Florida Panthers. Jeremy Swayman, 90 appearances for the Boston Bruins in the regular season, a 9.19 save percentage. So if you're using that as a comparable, Spencer Knight gets 4.5. You could easily make a case that Swayman is worth at least that and possibly more up to the same level as Linus Allmark. Those negotiations could become a bit contentious. Again, there's a tough spot for Swayman in game seven. We'll do a, his own season in review later on, but he didn't necessarily steal that game for them. He, he didn't play terribly, but, and he was put in a tough spot, but still all that to say, do the Bruins want to commit? nine to ten million dollars in their goalie pairing even as effective as it is or do they want to seeing as they're in a cap crunch with that 4.5 million dollar bonus overage that right there is 
Jeremy Swayman's potential contract, right? Without that, can they afford to have both of these guys? Did they decide to to flip Allmark and go with Swayman and um, Brandon Bussey? Or do they look to sign a veteran goalie uh, on the cheap? There are quite a few goalies who will hit unrestricted free agency uh, this summer. Most notably, uh, Jonathan Quick, Semyon Varlamov, Frederick Anderson, Cam Talbot, uh, Tristan Jari, Alex Nedeljkovic could be an interesting name. Uh, he has dropped off a bit, but he was a Calder Trophy candidate a couple years ago. Mackenzie Blackwood in New Jersey, Laurent Brossois, who's played well for Vegas lately. Blackwood, I should mention, is an RFA, so he probably won't be an option. All that to say, there are options on the open market. Martin Jones, Yaroslav Halak, Eunice Corpusalo. It's very possible that the Bruins could elect to flip Linus Allmark and re-sign Jeremy Swayman commit to him as the number one, and then bring in a veteran for backup duties. That's not my preference. I would love to see this goalie tandem remain together for at least the next couple of years or into for next season, maybe into the next season, you look to trade Linus Allmark at the deadline as an impending unrestricted free agent. Again, his values high. He's going to win the Vesna but also not great seeing as how he played in the playoffs. I have no idea where they're going to go, but you can make a case either way. That's it for today's episode, my friends. Linus Allmark, a bit of an up and down season. The way it ended, very disappointing, but uh, I'm not at the point where I'm pining for him to be traded, but it could become necessary based on the salary cap. Anyways, I hope you've all had a great week. Thank you so much for joining me here on Locked On Boston Bruins this week, your favorite team every single day. On Monday, we'll look at Charlie McAvoy. And uh, for now, finishing up some work, heading to a family wedding this evening. Very excited about that. And uh, we'll be back here on Monday on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.